Well, hello there, legends. Welcome to a, another episode of FPL Faceoff. Uh, this week, we're going to be discussing the uh, slightly bizarre game week uh, 17 uh, and to trawl through the results and uh, work out where we are in terms of our FPL status. I am, of course, joined by uh, fellow king, Mr. Jim Timms. Jim, how are you doing? Hey, Fitz. Yeah, I'm not too bad, mate. I don't feel much like a king this week, if I'm honest. It's not been my my best performance out there, but I'm okay overall. How are you? Good. Uh, I'm I'm all right. Um, you can probably tell already from my slightly more enthusiastic tone. Ch- chipper. Um, chipper is how I would describe myself uh, for once. Feels like it's been a long time. Um, but yeah, uh, in game week 15, I was ranked at 3.9 million. And uh, as we approach the end of, uh, and it's not the end because the game is still open, but we'll come on to that, I'm sure. Um, as we approach the end of game week 17, I am 2.2 million. So still a very, very long way away from where I want to be, but at least kind of moving in the right direction. And it's funny what a green arrow can do for your mood, isn't it? <laughs> it's good stuff, mate. It is really good stuff. When you think back to two weeks ago, yeah. um, really, that's that's hell of a rank rise. So, uh, you, uh, like you say, it is still you were talking big numbers in terms of millions, but like it, it's it's significant to say the least. So, well done, yes, mate. thank you. I very much appreciate it. Um, I was going to just have a, a quick look. Uh, in fact, I will set this up while you um let us know how how did you get on this week? How are you? Uh, how are you faring? Okay, let's talk about it. I got fifty two points, which is not huge in the grand scheme of things it is above average so i'm always happy with that mm-hmm. uh it's a red arrow um my rank has gone from start of the week was around the 100k mark to i think 120 something uh k now uh after friday night in spurs i was i was into like 76k so i was all excited um but it didn't really pan out i i had goalkeeper problems um I've got Ariola and I've got Johnston. Johnston's now red flagged, so he's out for however long. <clears throat> I think that's quite a common time. pairing as well, unfortunately. Yeah, um, and I've had them all yeah. season, actually. And I I said last week, oh, I'll wait and see what happens. And Ariola was went from uh, uh, yellow flag or whatever to fit. Um, I didn't do my, my due diligence and research and... Uh, he yeah he did not feature so that's a big fat zero there so I'm gonna to have to deal with that but we'll get into transfers later. Um, Gabriel, uh, Pedro Porro both delivered for me at the back. I have Cole Palmer which I'm very thankful for. He got me 14 points. Mm-hmm. I captain Salah so I'm fortunate there. We'll probably get into that a bit later as well but he only got six off that so three points doubled is six. Yes. Um, Ollie Watkins was a bit of a saving grace with nine. Uh, Alexander Isak did not play. Uh, however, uh, my first on my bench is Anthony Gordon. So he'll come on for six points. And I still have Alvarez. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to say stinking up my, my uh, forwards because... Unfortunately, we've got to show him some respect. You know, he's uh, one of the only players in the world to have won the treble and the World Cup. Uh, and he did it in the same year. So, yeah, difficult to say. He's thinking no, yeah, that, yeah. Um... <laughs> uh, yeah, so, sorry, sorry, I don't mean to be... Uh, oh, no, no, mate, he's a city player. If, right? you're, li- if you're listening, <laughs> of course, uh, Julian Alvarez. No offence, man. Um, 
but he's he's not really delivered the goods for the last few weeks and then City have got a blank next week so I need to have I've got a few things I want to talk about transfer wise a bit later but so yeah 52 points I feel like I've been coasting a little bit the last few weeks I think probably four out of the last six weeks I've been on reds and I've had a couple of nice greens though mm. sort of in the middle there so I'm doing okay, but I feel like maybe I need to shake it up a bit. Maybe I need to, I need, I need to react basically because I feel like I got, like say we alluded to this before, I got a bit lucky, um, or I made some good decisions, whichever you want to choose. We'll go so with I, you. You I, make good decisions. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it. Uh, I was doing quite well, and I still am doing quite well. I don't want to, um, you know, uh, deny that. No. But I feel like, yeah, you do have to keep on top of things a bit. And maybe it's time for me to, uh, yeah, like say, give a little shake up there because everyone's sort of caught up with me now. Everyone's getting Pedro Porro. I'm like, oh, you know, he was my sort of not well kept, but, you know, my secret. Yeah, yeah. You know, <clears throat> uh, and so forth. You know, Ollie Watkins, I jumped on him relatively early, uh, got onto Cole Palmer, uh, you know, soon after I realized that he was you know, going to be Chelsea's main man. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, yeah, not too bad. It's, it's the red arrows that I've had. I've still had okay game weeks, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. you no, know, I've no, still like got 60, 70 points or whatever when, you know, the, the average has been roughly around that or maybe a bit lower than. So, so not too bad. Uh, but Fitz, talk me through your week. You, uh, you have, uh, come out on top in the Kings Casuals League this week. So I um Yeah, I have had uh, I've had a good week for once. Uh I'm joint bottom now of the um, of our little mini league there. Wonderful um, stuff. Yeah, so double Spurs defence plus Simicas um uh all with clean sheets. The first time that has happened in months and months that, that my defence have actually all kept clean sheets. Um, Palmer again, Gordon, I captain Saka. Um, now I felt, as I'm sure most people did, that the way Man United were when we last went to Anfield and the way we've been uh, recently, I just, I thought that Salah would be the best option, but I really struggled to captain someone against my own team. Um, I did it when Salah got a hat-trick against us and I felt dirty for a long time afterwards. So, um, yeah, so I was looking around for other options. It's obviously classic to say, but if it wasn't Saka that I went for, the other options were Ollie Watkins or Cole Palmer. Um, But I just thought, right, Saka, he seems to be involved on pens. Is he on pens? Who knows? And I just thought if there were goals in that game, which obviously there were a couple of goals, um, I thought he'd be more involved. But uh, but yeah, otherwise I took out Erling Haaland. So I am now Haalandless um, for Ollie Watkins. Uh, I've also got Solanke and that presents in itself an interesting kind of conundrum. Um, as we are recording this on the Monday night, uh, FPL have made no official announcement. Um, obviously, the first thing to say, of course, is that the um, incident involving the Luton player, Tom Lockyer, uh, really, really horrible to see. And thankfully, yeah. it sounds as though he's kind of recovering, which is really good. But obviously, it's an alarming an alarming thing and you can't blame the players for not wanting to continue in that scenario. Um, but it does mean that 
either Dominic Solanke is going to stay on and, and get six points or actually the most likely scenario, I think, is that uh, the game will be voided and he will therefore lose his points. Before I say anything else, I want to throw it out there that the most important thing is far and away, obviously, Tom Lockyer. Um, but yeah, things things could still change and we're waiting that decision, basically. Definitely. And we, of course, wish him well because that's, it must be a horrendous thing to happen. We saw it in the World Cup, didn't we? Was it the World Cup? Um, uh, the Euros with Ericsson. Euros, sorry. And um, yeah, I mean, really, really, it's sort of, you know, blood-curdling stuff. And, and the main thing is that, you know that he makes a recovery and he's okay and but uh, yeah awful awful stuff um in terms of fpl yeah. i i read a headline that um they were going to look to have a replay of the game because mm. the game week's still open it's not we're not finished so yeah um, do you know do you, have you got anything else on that i just like say i just glimpsed a headline of that so i'm not sure what will happen whether that will happen this week still or or there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of different kind of theories going around on fpl twitter and whatnot and and quite a lot of people have been given abuse because a lot of people a lot of content creators were being asked by their kind of followers um what's happening what's going to happen from an fpl point of view so they would put out a tweet saying i don't know what's gonna or they would ask the question of official fpl what's going to happen with the Luton bournemouth game and lots of other people then piled on and said mate come on a man's fucking lying face down on the floor and you're worried about your fpl points um so i think it's a it's a sticky situation to to try and kind of guess i think from what i understand the most likely scenarios are um either the game ends in a draw and they call it that the difficulty with that is that if it's to do with integrity so if luton or bournemouth were to stay up by one point um then obviously everyone would look at this game and be like well you know bournemouth are way better than luton you would think so surely it would be reasonable to assume that they might have lost that game which is fair um so it's unlikely i think that that will happen uh the other alternative is the replay which probably will happen um and if that happens then obviously you would assume the Solanke all the points would be kind of reset to zero and then it's just a case of do they try and cram it in this week which seems unlikely um you would know by now i'm sure um yeah i think so i think i think we probably know by now i mean it is only monday but i I think they probably have said oh look we're rescheduling for wednesday or or whenever it is Mm. and that's going to be the case i mean again we must reiterate none of this really matters when it comes down to it compared to to a a man's um you know health and well oh absolutely um, but um, you know we're not in any way cross about this whatsoever. It's it's no, but it's still you know it's still something we're as, curious about in yeah, terms of you know of FPL course. points and whatnot. And you know, the and as, again, as an FPL podcast, it, it would be it? remiss so, of yeah. us, yeah, be sure. remiss of us not to mention it and discuss it in terms of the FPL terms. Um, so so yeah, so not a bad game week. Finished on sixty seven, which was um, which was nice. Um, my, I'm not exactly sure what the average was. Um, 40. Uh, okay. Oh, yes. For some reason, my app was saying 16. And I was like, wow, I've had a, I've had a stormer. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's it's all right. I've, I've used the one transfer. 
got a slightly sticky situation again in terms of next week because um so Udogi's suspended now but Douglas Louise is back available. Um I've got Flecken as my goalkeeper who I don't think Brentford have kept a clean sheet since I've had him in my um team, which is good. Um but I've got Ariola. Uh so I've got Ariola against Man United. West Ham I am worried about. Mohamed Kudus is one player who looks absolutely phenomenal and yes. affordable as well. So, yeah, yeah, I've got I've got half an eye on him. I must admit, um, but I do need to be careful because I want to make sure I've got the funds available to go back to Haaland if I want to, uh, and that means obviously I've got to be a little bit careful. So, in an ideal world, I would love to not make any. Um, transfers this week and then have you know um transfers available for the two transfers available for the week after but we will see um if if Ariola doesn't play again which i think did west ham keep a clean sheet this week i'm just trying to think i think they did they, they did yeah yeah so um that hasn't happened very much with Ariola in goal so you know yeah could very very easily say that it's unlikely he will kind of come back I, yeah i i feel like he i don't know but i feel like he's lost his place um yeah i think i think you know they've conceded so many actually with him in goal and now mm. it's time to give uh fabianski his run out probably and yeah and see what they can do with him um so yeah I, which I which probably... does raise an interesting question for us both, really, because you've got Ariola Johnston, I've got Ari- Ariola Flecken. Um, it's less of a priority for me because, um, you know, uh, Brentford will be back in action the week after um, against Wolves. But what are you thinking? Do you think, have you, did you make a transfer? Have you got two free transfers for the week ahead? I, or? I've got two, yeah. I am going to have to make a goalkeeper transfer, no doubt. Um, Can I guess? I think... Yeah, go on. I was going to guess Ariola to Dubravka. So right here's herein lies the problem. Okay, I oh, already triple have Newcastle. triple Newcastle. So, Ooh. and I've got Alvarez who will not play. So I could, I don't, I really don't want to take four point hit because my ranks already suffered, and now that I'm in the, you know, I'm in the the heady heights of the elite, mm. <laughs> I really don't want to lose four points. So mm. what I would have to do, like Isak didn't play, so okay, I could take him out, and I could yeah. take. Uh, I think I've got to take Johnston out before Ariola, to be honest, because he's red flagged. He's clearly he's got unknown return date. So yeah. I would mm. really, really. The problem is, is that I want Dubravka. The other, the other issue is, is that. I really would have, it would have helped if I had Sanchez because he marries up so, so well with, I believe, Ariola for the rest of the season. Mm. But he himself is injured. So yeah. I've got problems there. So anyway, either way, I've got I, what I could do. I could go to um, Chelsea's uh, secondary keeper. Uh, what's he called? Pet, uh, Petrov, I want to call him. I don't even know who Chelsea's reserve keeper oh, is. Actually. It's a ter- terrible on my part of. Um, That's all right. I will. Probably um, murdered his name. But I will try and find out who it is. Bear with. Chelsea's um, fixtures are great. 
Um, Petrovic, you weren't a million Petrovic. miles away. Pet- uh, Petrovic, yeah, there you go. So yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I I could go to him, but he's still he's four point five. What I want yeah. is like that's you know, bold. Well, what? Yeah, well, that's a knee injury for Sanchez. He's going to be out for a long time, isn't he? But he's got to be right. So mm. I could go down that road. It's a little bit risky. I'm not sure. Um, can I can I offer an opinion on that? Please, please. do. Um, I wouldn't trust Chelsea's defence, um, unfortunately, and that is that you know that is a punt. Obviously, it could could work out well. Um, only zero point three percent. But the trouble the trouble with a differential keeper is what what is the ceiling really of of that? Um, the fixtures for Chelsea do look good. I will I will one hundred percent agree with you on that. Um, you know, in the immediate short term, you've got uh, Wolves, Palace, Luton, Fulham. That's not bad at all. Wolves, I would say, are looking all right. They could they could very easily score against that Chelsea defence. Palace, yeah. you would probably say okay and Luton. So um, it is a difficult one. But then you know what what else do you do? Because okay, yeah, I know I get that, and I. I have that feeling myself. I don't fully trust Chelsea's defence. Mm, mm. um, I'm happy as well. You know when you're happy with just one player from a squad? And Cole Palmer is that player, 100%. 100%. Yeah, um, yeah. So he's he's the guy. Let's keep him. Okay, yeah. alternatives. Uh, Isak out mm-hmm. and uh, Johnson out. Put in Dubravka. Yeah. Yeah. So then I've got I'm still triple Newcastle, but Isak's yeah. gone, and then I've got to decide on a forward. I keep Alvarez. He's just got to be on the back of the bench. Unfortunately, yeah. that's just the yeah, way yeah. it goes. Yeah. Um, and it's who I bring in for a forward. So smart money is Solanke, mm-hmm. who I really would like because Forest he, Fulham. Yeah. Two yeah. Fixtures. fixtures are good. He's he's scoring. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. He's in form. Um, who I do want though after next week, unfortunately, because they've got Liverpool, is Gabriel Jesus. Yeah, uh, he's a differential. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah. I quite fancy him, mm-hmm. but it would be probably a mistake to get him in this week to face Liverpool. Potentially, uh, potentially. So... I, think, I think I think Arsenal will give. Liverpool more of a game than United did. Um, although we haven't really touched on that Man United um, yeah, should Liverpool we? game. Should we so do that now? Let's have a little chat about that. Yeah. So um, as a United fan, uh, off the back of a 7 0 prancing last time out, uh, I do not mind telling you I was very, very worried for this. Um, bizarrely, the Bruno Fernandes descent that got him. Um, suspended for this game may well have kind of done us a favor because we had to play much more kind of compressed and I thought it was a horrible game to watch um but yeah there were chances for for both teams Hoyland had a a really good chance and you feel like if he'd actually had (laughs) a few more chances over the course of the season like that then he would have scored but um overall I was absolutely delighted to come away with a nil-nil and um yeah I I drafted a text message to my um like we've got a little kind of FPL chat um on WhatsApp and I drafted a, a message at half time saying, Oh, I'm sure we'd all be delighted with this as a result. Um but I didn't send it because I didn't want to tempt the uh tempt the FPL gods. Uh, what about yourself? What were your thoughts as a uh, as a Liverpool fan? 
Yeah, similar. I, I mean, I, well, not obviously. I was not delighted. I, I won't say that, but it was a, it was an awful game to watch. Um, I had one eye on it and the other eye on uh, my insane toddler son, um, who was running amok. But important to have eyes on that. Yeah, yeah, more, probably arguably more important. But um, yeah, I I felt like I mean I was obviously as a Liverpool supporter. I'm I'm just noticing the times that we're really knocking at the door. I'm seeing Alexander Arnold come in and I just like and sweep one just past the post. I'm thinking, oh come on, there's just got to be something in this. I, I'm thinking, oh Mo Salah. It's not going to happen. Once it hits, I think once it hits about past 65 minutes, 70 minutes, and it's nil-nil with Liverpool Man U, I'm mm. thinking it's just not going to happen today. And lo and behold, it didn't. I have to yeah. say as well, not to big myself up too much, but I, I kind of called this last week, didn't I? Yeah, I did yeah. say, uh, you know, United will change shape without Bruno Fernandes and probably give Liverpool a bit of a run for their money. So, you know, Jimmy Darmus. Uh, came into effect there, but I it was frustrating. It was a frustrating game, and it, it was itchy. And I just, I was just, you know, by the end of that, you're just like, ah, oh, so frustrating. Yeah. I, you know, stoked for for you for you know as a Man U supporter, that's that's pretty good result. Or, you know, you know, given the fact that seven nil last season, but it just it and never fif- happened. Fifteen Lightning games at Anfield twice. this year, you you won fifteen. You all fifteen games you played in the calendar year at Anfield, you won um, until today. Yeah, and that's until yesterday. That's, it's mad. This is it's always the way, and it's always mm. something. Your bitter rival, who <laughs> you should be happily like, you should have beat beaten you guys three 0 happily. But uh, you know, I'm glad. No dice. I'm I'm very glad that you didn't. Um, on on this subject of um strikers that you could potentially put into your team, uh, I do agree. By the way, that your um strategy of Isak out because he seems um he, he's too unreliable. Trouble with Isak and Wilson is they're too unreliable. You can't you can't you can't bank on them. You need someone up there. So who have you got at the moment? You've got is it what you've got Watkins. Yeah, Alvarez. I've got Watkins, Isak, and um, Alvarez. So, yeah. you know, I've been looking to ship Alvarez for a while, um, yeah. but that's just not happening. He's not a fire, you know. He's he's yeah. potentially still got some points in him, but you know, uh, but obviously he blanks next week. Isak, like you say, unreliable. I, mm. I'm hoping he was just rested last week for for the fact that he'll probably play next week. But with with Newcastle's injury issues and yeah. European football. It's just not proving to be the one for me. Like I, I love Alexander Isak. I think he's quality, but um, he does just doesn't seem to get the minutes. So the know, only like issue say, you've got with um, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, I'm just no, looking right. at Newcastle's upcoming fixtures. Short term, great Luton and Forest potential clean sheets for for them with Trippier as well. Obviously, that's that's a lovely that's a great result for you. They've then got Liverpool and Man City, which isn't great, but obviously January for many teams is a quiet one in terms of FPL um, because of the kind of international break that they've done in a, the Christmas break that they've done in a really weird, like staggered way. Um, but I, yeah, I've, I've got to say if it were me, I think that's the route I would go down. Dubravka's playing. If there's clean sheets there, there isn't really much there are there aren't many other keepers that I would kind of want more. The only risk with it, of course, is if 
they decide to look into the market, um, which I don't think they would do really because Nick Pope's still your first choice. Um, but, you know, there is talk of David De Gea, for example, coming in um, and really? he, he is definitely playing ahead of Dubravka. But then that's then that's a fire you can put out and hope that Ariola's got his place back or whatever. So who would you put in uh, forward-wise for Isak? Um, I would... I mean, the the one player we haven't discussed is Darwin Nunes. And uh, I think... <laughs> no. Oh, mate, that is the worst transfer I have made in as long as I can remember. You, you I, still got him? I've still got him, yeah. yeah and yeah. Um, I, I, I really, really want to get rid of him. Um, but I'm loath to do so while I'm trying to kind of be a bit more conservative with my transfers. So, yeah. Um, it's a very, very difficult one there. Arsenal, I, I, I honestly, honestly, honestly do not think that he will score ever for me. Um, but uh, but yeah, so if I were you, I think Solanke's probably the, the safe pick. Um, you know, there aren't too many other strikers out there at the moment. If we have a quick no. look at the kind of form guide, uh, maybe... Cunha. Cunha, yeah, maybe a punt on him. Chelsea, Brentford, Everton in the next three. Um, you know, he could he could very easily do something there. Would have said Raul Jimenez, um, but obviously he got a straight red. Did you see that straight red? By the way, I didn't see it. No, I missed it. Was it bad? Um, it was. It was one of those where you've just got no idea what the hell he was doing. Like it was like he went up for a header, but he missed the ball entirely the ball was gone and he just clattered into the into matey and it was very very strange like i've i've you should just try and find it because it is very okay. odd um to to see what he did um yeah but yeah that's a shame certainly in terms of other options um i mean we can we can rule out most of them straight away jesus you said you want to wait i agree with that rodriguez jao pedro just not reliable minutes mateta um adebayo and i mean yeah there's nothing there nicholas no. jackson um again. maybe but again like it, it's that sort of chelsea asset that i don't want and also also is how far away are we from Nkunku coming back? Apparently coming back, starting. Starting, yeah. Apparently he is fit, so he may well play tomorrow. I think they're playing tomorrow or something. Um, right. What are they? Play? Are they in the Champions They're not in Champions League, are they? What, what games are tomorrow? Um, oh, um, EFL Cup, is it? Yeah, so they've got Newcastle tomorrow in the EFL Cup. So it's possible that he'll get a bit of a run out for that. And again, Newcastle, man, like Anderson, Barnes, Joe Linton, Manquillo, Murphy, Pope, Shah, Target, Tonali, Willock, um, Isak, Trippier, all potential injuries. Um, wow. That's a, that's a really, really unlucky yeah, that's, situation. That's heavy. That's really yeah. heavy. That, almost listening to that, I'm almost put off Dubravka. Jeez. Yeah, but they keep and and I feel really sorry for them because Newcastle deserve a trophy. Um, you know, I think most neutrals would agree that they they play good football and um, you know, they would the the EFL Cup is one that they would kind of have a really good chance at, but their their run in the EFL this year has just been uh ridiculous for for Newcastle. Who did they um because they beat us 
and then they uh, obviously drew Chelsea. So was that in the last round? I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. So um, yeah, they've they've had a lot of a lot of bad luck in terms of the draw. But yeah, again, I think it's a um, uh, I think it's a, a difficult one to to call. But Dubravka and Solanke, two solid, even in the short term, two relatively solid signings. Um, no hits played. That's probably what I would do. Yeah, I think I think that's probably the smart money. Um, there's there's definitely a part of me that wants to just go for Gabriel Jesus, like I say, because mm-hmm. after next week, I would actually like him. Um, I am looking to offload Alvarez. I don't know if I could afford him, actually, if I did the Solanke and Dubravka move this week, uh, then rolling into next week, but... Time will tell. Um, but yeah, that that's basically my radar. I think I think probably Dubravka is the smart the smart choice, and I think I'll probably go for that. Uh, yes. But yep, uh, you know I've said many things on this podcast and and done differently come the end of the week, and I'll, I'll try and wait if I can. I, we'll see. We'll see. You have uh, you have indeed said many things on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in terms of kind of upcoming pods we've obviously got christmas next week this time next week um so the festive fixtures are coming thick and fast so we've got game week on thursday this week is when it starts and then that ends on christmas eve with uh wolves versus chelsea um the much um controversial christmas eve fixture i wouldn't particularly want to um be a chelsea fan going to wolves on on that day ignoring the fact that wolves are are in good form um and then straight into game week 19 on the 26th so and chelsea chelsea have only got they've got christmas day boxing day and then they're in action on the wednesday so yeah that's the trouble with Chelsea assets there's going to be rotation you would have thought um surely but by the by so what that means is it's probably fair to say uh we may not be back with you until the week after that would that be fair um I think so I mean the Christmas schedule is busy for uh the Premier League teams and it is also very busy for JT and Fit. So, <laughs> it you is. know, we have social and social engagements, family engagements, work engagements. So, yeah. Yes. So, so um, yeah, I think, I think realistically we'll probably be back on the Monday after that um, to, or that's when we'll record, uh, which is a banger actually, because um, Monday, the 1st of January is uh, Newcastle versus Liverpool or Liverpool versus Newcastle. So um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a good one. Uh, Perhaps we'll record the pod after that game uh, to give you a chance to watch it. Um, We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, but, but either way um, it is the perfect opportunity for us to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. Uh, I hope that your arrows are green over the next couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, both Jim and I, I'm sure are really looking forward to uh, coming back and uh, chatting FPL with you again in the new year. Certainly are mate. Certainly are. What a lovely way to round things off. Um, Cool. All right. Well, um, yeah, thank you for your time, my friend. And thank you, legendary listener. Uh, We'll be back very soon. Goodbye. Bye, guys.